Welcome to Heather Sells NYC with your host, Heather M. Cooper. Each episode is focused on helping people navigate through the intricacies of buying and selling real estate in New York City to get the greatest value. You can find this show on all the major platforms, including YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on our website, heathersellsnyc.com. Now here's the host of Heather Sells NYC, Heather M. Cooper. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, Taylor, so much for coming on Heather Sells NYC. I really appreciate it. Just to give you a little bit of background about Taylor. Taylor is a financial advisor with UBS here in New York City. And I am so excited to have you. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me, Heather. You're welcome. Do you want to tell the audience, tell the guests a little bit, a little bit more about you, how long you've been a financial advisor and how you got, um, how you got into being a financial advisor? Yeah, of course. Um, so again, thanks Heather for having me on. Um, so I, I work at UBS. Um, I'm on a wealth management team. There's about four of us. Um, I'm a certified financial planner. Our clients are mostly individuals, families, um, a lot of young professionals, entrepreneurs, attorneys, um, and you know we help them create holistic financial plans and you know help them design investment portfolios to meet their goals. Um, everyone is so unique and. You know, they need their own individualized goals and that demands, you know, a personalized financial planning experience. Um, so that's a little bit about, you know, what I do currently and um, my my backgrounds. I actually, I grew up in uh, North Carolina. Um, growing up, I was always like fascinated by the financial markets. Um, my family, they were entrepreneurs and um, I went to school down in North Carolina, UMC, Wilmington. Um, I've always wanted to live in New York City, so I thought, what better, you know, to, than to work on Wall Street um, after graduation. So I moved up to New York um, about 10 years ago, and I've been working at UBS ever since. Um, so, so yeah, that's a little bit about myself and, and my background. That is, that is really great. I, I mean, I know it, it, it's so funny. So many of my clients have dreams of living in New York City. And I love that you are, you know, you have major dreams in reality. And that's kind of similar to what you do for what you do for your clients, right? Right. Yeah. And I think like growing up in a family where both my parents, they, they owned a company. I saw, you know, the late nights and all the all the work that goes into being an entrepreneur and like owning your own business and that's kind of like what my team and i do like our clients are our relationships and um and you know we hope that our clients are with us for you know their lives and then it's a multi-generational team um and so we kind of handle like all age ranges of clients from, you know, when you're first starting out working, um, you know, helping them 
with like budgeting and planning and those types of things and all the way to retirement and, you know, planning the rest of their lives. So, so yeah, I think like growing up in that sort of family helped me have that, you know, sort of entrepreneurial spirit, you know? <laughs> no, I, I think it's great. I, I mean, to really see your parents expand and grow as, entre as entrepreneurs and um, yeah. What what kind of business? Just out of curiosity, did they did they have? Um, it was actually a nitrogen manufacturing business. It was um, down in North Carolina, and yeah, they just retired a couple of years ago. So they've had they had it for like twenty years. <laughs> wow, it's, yeah, it's I know, totally different than what I do. <laughs> Both my parents were like, "Oh, you know, you could do whatever you want. You want to be an engineer like us?" And I'm like, oh, "Not really." <laughs> Right. You're like, yeah, I, I mean, but you, you probably learned a lot from your parents in terms of like hard working and growing and growing a business. You definitely, it sounds right. to me like you took those skills from them. Right. The work ethic is beyond like, you have to be so motivated and like waking up in the morning and you know, it's that like ambition, that like spirit that like entrepreneurs have, entrepreneurs have, it's just, yeah, it's really exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just out of curiosity for, you know, I have a lot of people in the real estate space. I have a lot of buyers that, that may watch this, some sellers and just, you, you know, entrepreneurs that may watch this. Yes. So mm -hmm. would you have any advice for you know someone maybe who reached out to me today who told me okay i want to buy but i need you know two or three years how would you best advise for them to have that have that plan to grow their wealth and to save yeah yeah of course um no that's a good question i mean everyone's circumstance is so different so you know, if you're planning for buying, you know, maybe like your first home in the next year, two, three years, a um, couple tips, like I think planning for that down payment, obviously right now in this market that we're seeing, like a larger down payment is ideal. Um, it might be different in a couple years from now. Um, 20% is usually, you know, around what you want to plan for um, to get to in the next couple of years of, you know, saving for that down payment. Um, above and beyond that, factoring in, you know, closing costs and buying furniture, moving costs, like we really say, like, plan for about 25% um, of the, the purchase price. Um, so, so once you have that goal in mind, um, just really get into the habit of of saving. Um, so take a look at you know your monthly income, and you know maybe you want to save anywhere from fifteen to twenty five percent of your gross income every month. So just really you know get into that habit of savings, build up that that bucket that's you know earmarked for this future down payment. You have time. You have time to you know, kind of rejigger your, your goals. Um, and I, I always say like, a lot of people are like, oh, like, you know, I, I shouldn't, 
be buying so many like lattes in the morning or something like that. It's really not even, it's not even like, don't buy yourself a latte. Like it's totally fine. It's like a five, $6 latte. It's okay. Um, it's really like those larger purchases that, you know, you need to, to think about um, and take a step back. And, and now is a perfect time at the beginning of the year to look at, you know, what you want the next couple years to look like for yourself and look at your finances, look at your income, look at your expenses and see what makes sense savings wise. Um, and then also, you know, get familiar with the real estate market is probably the last thing I would say is, um, especially in the areas that you want to look in. Like I know people that are in New York city, they're kind of, if they've been renting in Manhattan, they're like, okay, like, should I buy in Manhattan? Should I buy in Jersey, Westchester, Long Island? Um, go out there and like, take a look at what, you know, your options are. And, but most importantly, like talk to a real estate broker, mm-hmm. like you, Heather, like have a conversation with you and like, see what your options are, because you're going to be like the best piece of advice. Like you're going to give the best piece of advice, like to people that are, you know, looking to buy. So I think that's probably like the most important, important part. Absolutely. I mean, I have a lot of clients that come to me in the early stages and a lot of people, you know, in New York city, we have 80% of the product is co-ops as you may or may not know, and 20% are condos. So co-ops, there are a lot of, a lot of nuances and you you do have to have a large, a large cushion. So it, it, Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize that is, that it is in their best interest and it's, you know, a complimentary buyer consultation and, you know, all it takes is 30 minutes to know how to get there. And that's probably the same, the, the same for you is somebody that has a goal or has a desire and wants to be financially free, right? Right, right. You know, if if somebody has like a lot of of debt, do you also help them, you know, with, I guess it's all, is, is it really all about budgeting with being a financial advisor? Yeah. Um, so right. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think like if you, if you have quite a bit of, of debt, um, let's say it's like credit card debt. Um, the first place that I would probably look at is, okay. Like how many, how many credit cards do we have open? Um, which credit card balance are the highest and which is the highest rate? And then we start paying down the one with the highest rate first. Um, and there's a lot of credit cards out there that um, you actually get like a 0% interest for like 12, 15 months. So it gives you a little bit of time to pay that down. Right. Um, but most importantly, I'd probably say like, you know, other than we're putting together a savings plan, a debt payment plan, um, talk with a mortgage lender um, because they'll be able to, you know, really look at your credit scores because those are 
huge factors in, in applying for a mortgage. Um, definitely. definitely building a relationship with a lender is helpful. Cause even if you're, you're looking and like, you know, not for another two years, like we were just talking about, like, it still makes sense to talk with someone because right. they're going to give you like really, really good advice. Right. I can't stress that enough where it, it just gives you a plan. I mean, rates now, maybe six, maybe 6%, and that may scare people, but it just right. gives you a plan to, you know, somebody's credit may not be so great and it may be right. a little high now. It just gives you a goal to maybe six months, you could get your credit down and then maybe the rate will also go down. So all this, I guess, is a really good combination to have a yeah. plan. I guess that's really what we're what we're referring to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, that's definitely important. And um, yes, having building these relationships, like I want to stress that again because, like, having a relationship with you, Heather, having a relationship with a financial advisor or a certified financial planner like myself, um, or and having a relationship with a lender. Like having these people in your life to be able to like send a quick email and be like, hey, like this kept me up last night and I'm like really concerned about this aspect of my financial life. Um, or, you know, I'm, I'm really excited. Like I want to start a family and I need to buy a home. Like getting in touch with these, these people in your life and building that sort of like that circle of, mm -hmm. you know, potential people that are going to help you along the way. Um, yeah, right. that's, it's really, really meaningful. Exactly. I agree. Like it couldn't be more important. Like, you know, right. fortunate, like marriage, um, you know, babies also, and right. unfortunately planning, um, you know, for the, the inevitable, um, and making yeah. sure that, you know, you have that will, you have that trust, um, you have everything set, mm -hmm. set in place. I mean, it's just so important. I guess there's many different, you know, um, life, um, different areas of life that happens, right. so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it ha stuff happens <laughs> and yeah, planning for it is, um, will set yourself, yourself up for success. Absolutely. So is there any, um, you, you know, I don't, I, I think you can speak about this. Is there any thing that you're recommending to clients like say bonds, obviously a year from now, I get it. It might not, it might not be relevant, but we're just talking about like, January 2024, like maybe, mm -hmm. you know, somebody in, in their thirties who is just starting out, like, would you say that mutual funds are good or maybe to be more aggressive, like with, with stocks? Like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I think this really like ties into um, what we were just speaking about and so simply put, um, so our team, we let our clients 
goals dictate like all the investments they choose. Like if you're planning for, let's say a goal of just like we were talking about, like a down payment in the future, um, we let that dictate the investments we choose. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Um, so we like to think about our clients' wealth into three different segments or buckets. Um, the first bucket is what we call liquidity bucket. Um, it's, you know, money that's set aside that's pretty liquid. So like money market funds, um, treasury bills, CDs, high yield savings, um, that funds expenses, you know, over the next one to three years. We want to keep that money liquid. So if we're planning for a down payment in three years or less, um, let's say we had invested that in like 100% equities. And in two years from now, the markets are down 20%. Not right. saying that's going to happen. Not saying that's what we're thinking is going to happen. No one has a crystal ball. Mm -hmm. So it's important to keep that money safe. And right now with, you know, how high yield savings accounts are, you know, you can get close to 5%. Um, it makes sense to just keep that earning, um, and you don't want to take really many risks with that money. And especially for something like a home that you're building, you know, for your future, like you don't want to take any risks with that money. Um, the next bucket or segment is, um, it's called longevity. And that's really like money that's funding like the rest of your life. So think like anywhere from the next or three years to the rest of your life. So retirement, um, much longer term, like let's say you wanna buy like a vacation home maybe like in retirement, different goals like that, that's the money that's you know gonna fund those goals. Um, and then the last bucket is, we call it legacy. And the legacy bucket is really, um, you know, funds that are going to benefit your heirs or your beneficiaries, or maybe it's a charity after you're gone. Um, so things like donor advised funds, um, charitable investment trusts, those types of things. Um, so, so that's kind of how we like segment and that's the pro approach we take with clients. And that's really why we let like every, like, it's hard to say, okay, like you're 30 years old and you know, you're kind of just building your careers happening, you're making money and um, you might have a family, you might not, like everyone's circumstances are so different. So that's kind of why we take that approach because that lets us like be really unique and customized with each client. Um, you know, that was like a long answer <laughs> to your question. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it's great um to have a custom to, to have a customized approach obviously you don't want to have a cookie cutter approach to each right to each client because they all have different different goals and all of your clients i'm sure are in different different stages of their life and their earning potential and obviously some are earning more or less than others right um thank you for that thorough answer though <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I have another question. So I have a lot of clients that um, obviously right now, as you know, mortgage rates are a little higher than they were a couple of years ago. So a lot of people are paying 
cash for yeah. for their homes. Um, do you have any sense? I mean, any feelings? Like, if your client was like, "Hey, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna buy an apartment and take out a million, or does it again depends upon each client and how much they how much they have invested again? Right. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, the rule of thumb is if you can earn more on your investments than the loan that you might take out, the interest expense, um, then it definitely makes sense to to take out the loan. But right now, it's completely different. <laughs> you know, loans are at 8% and you might not be earning that much on your investments. Um, so in that case, you know, if you have the cash and liquidity set aside, then generally speaking, like you would probably want to just use that, that cash and liquidity to fund um, the home purchase. Um, right now, like lines of credit, even the rates are just, I mean, they're, they're pretty high. And the good part about like, even if they were, if you were to still do like just the minimum down payment, um, you could always refinance, right? Like, right. I mean, obviously there's, there's, again, you have to pay more closing costs, like down the line when you refinance. Um, but that's something that like, you know, you could think about. Is that something you're telling clients too? Yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I think what clients could afford, um, you, mm-hmm. you know, many years ago has definitely shifted because obviously the payment, the payment is higher. So if they could afford a million a couple of years ago, now they can afford like 800. So that's where the hesitation comes, comes in with buying because they're not happy Mm -hmm. with, with what they can get. Um, Their money isn't going as, as far, let's just say. So, yeah, and um, what else? Um, so, yeah, how would, um, like, what excites you about um, finance? Um, is it like, do you have a love for for, for stocks? Um, and watching and watching the market or watching the bond market. I mean, you know, everything is so exciting. It's like real estate, right? I mean, no two, no two days are the same. Right. That's so true. <laughs> there are no two days that are the same. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I got into this business. I didn't think that, you know, in school, getting a finance degree, um, that I would be in wealth management specifically. I just knew that, you know, global equity markets were fascinating, um, bond markets. And I knew that I wanted to be in this realm. But I will say, like, now having the opportunity to work in wealth management and being a financial planner, what excites me, and like, when I get up in the morning, I'm like, you know how they say, like, <laughs> this is a tangent, but when you like get up in the morning and you're like, oh, I don't want to like do this today. That's when you need to make a change, right? Like 
I really never experienced that working in wealth management because just as you said, no two days are the same. Like I, these relationships that I have with my clients mean so much to me. I'm excited to like meet new people all the time and like sitting down with these families and like learning all about their entire picture, their backgrounds, their education, their history, um, their families, like just, it, it fascinates me and it excites me and it gets me to like want to help them. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, what really excites me and like makes me like want to get up in the morning and do this is like how rewarding it is seeing, um, just for example, like a 529 plan, maybe like a college savings plan that we set up for a client. I don't know, let's say like eight years ago and the kid is, you know, finally going to school and it paid off. Like they're able to use that to fund their kid's education because we set up that, that automatic savings plan for them. Um, things like that, just like really, and like getting that email saying like, Oh, like, you know, my kid's going to school, like super exciting. And it's, you know, thanks to your guidance. Um, that's what it really excites me. Right. It's, now it's that, really sounds, that really sounds rewarding. I mean, just to enable your clients to have what, have what they want in their lives and for their, for their children and for their, for their partners and having their second home if they desire and really getting, really getting right. that email. And that really relates to also to, to what I do also. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I really take clients from renting and having that desire to purchase, purchase their dream home in New York city and making, making it a reality. And right. uh, exactly. That's what yeah, I mean. you get that. Like, it's like, as soon as that transactions closed, it's like, you just helped this family or the individual buy their dream home. That's, I mean, it doesn't get more rewarding than that. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. And I mean, I love, you know, getting the pictures and seeing the, seeing the furniture and knowing one of my clients that just closed, had their first, you know, Christmas at their home with their entire family. I mean, it's just so rewarding. I mean, it just really Definitely. warms my heart. So I can totally relate to you when you say that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's definitely like a very exciting, exciting work that we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Taylor, how, um, if somebody wanted to, one of my clients if, or somebody, one of my viewers wanted to get in touch with you, how would they get in touch with you? Yeah, um, they can reach out to me on LinkedIn, um, they could ask you for, for my contacts. Um, and I'm happy to help. And, um, you know, we could set up a initial consultation, um, and go from there. Great. Great. And all of your contact information will be below. And, um, I really enjoy this conversation and learning more about you and how you work with your clients to build generational wealth. So thank you so much Absolutely. for coming on the show. Thanks, Heather. Your time. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Take care. Bye.
You've been tuning into Heather Sells NYC with your host, Heather M. Cooper. You can find more episodes on all the major platforms, including YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on our website, heathersellsnyc.com. Thank you for your positive reviews, comments, questions, and for sharing this show with others.